Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Set centuries apart, in the, but in the same place, Ovid and the Art of Love tells the story of a renowned Roman poet, Ovid, whose comic verses and permissive lifestyle provoked the brutal emperor Augustus Ire. As Ovid and the emperor's granddaughter are thrown together by fate, Ovid's story asks, in a world of unrest, is love the most radical act of all? And that is the story behind this wonderful new narrative film called Ovid and the Art of Love. And we're joined today by the writer and director, Esme von Hoffman. Esme, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm not a, as well-versed in um, Roman art and, and literature as I should be. So this is a new story to me. I was not aware of his him before this. Uh, so I'm very curious what inspired you, what inspired Ovid's life and, and his work to, to tell this story, but also in such an, I'd say, unusual way, but it's such a, a more modern way of telling his story. Yeah, absolutely. So I first came across Ovid uh, in high school, um, studying ancient history. And uh, then when I took Latin, something that struck me is I, besides the fact that he's very funny, and um, he can be a very moving poet, it's uh, how modern he felt to me. And I also love the story of him. He's sort of this every man, he calls himself a frivolous poet, but he's sort of the one person that 2000 years later, we think of as standing up to the brutal emperor Augustus, who was ruling Rome at the time. So I sort of love that, um, the story of, you know, sort of an average person who's able to stand up to a brutal dictator, which I think is a, a story for the ages. Um, and also, when I was first learning about Ovid, I was in a class with uh, students from a variety of backgrounds. And I think we all sort of found him funny and relatable. And this, the story seem to cut across time and culture so that's stuck with me so that's how I I got to the character and then because I think he seemed so so relatable to me I wanted to find a way to portray it um, that I felt like modern audiences could relate to contemporize it so we see it through the eyes of a school boy who's sort of I guess representative of you know, me and my classmates, and therefore it's a sort of expressionistic film. So it's very much sort of, you know, how he or we would maybe have, you know, translated this Roman world into our own world. So there's aspects of modern and there's aspects of ancient. And then from there, you know, with that being sort of the, the framework, we we dug deeper about, you know, how to do that. Well, you know, people still have toga parties where they wear togas and sneakers. So you know, a lot of the characters have togas and sneakers or whatever their sort of fun modern shoe is and a more classical dress. So everywhere throughout the film, we're always looking for sort of that, that um, fun mixture between ancient and modern. Um, we ended up in Detroit because Detroit is sort of the know it's the it's got the ruins of america's bygone industrial empire so it sort of seemed like a sort of modern day equivalent and out of those ruins just like rome has grown up again and again and again and has incredible um history of 
and and current tradition of incredible art, uh, Detroit is the same. So, you know, from those ruins, uh, um, art scene is, I mean, it's always been there, but it's uh, growing again and growing back. On another level, this film is a lot about sort of cycles of empire and resilience of cities and and countries and, and people. Um, so hopefully it's it's got a, a hopeful note in that as well. Well, I'm, I'm curious about the... Uh the journey for you as a filmmaker, I want to get into the story and we will, but I, I'm kind of curious because it's, it's not exactly, it doesn't scream box office bonanza, a story about an ancient or an ancient, a Roman poet moving forward and, and putting it in a modern context. So I'm kind of curious, what, what was, how was it for you to realize your your idea of doing this and being able to find how did how was that journey for you as a filmmaker to get this project made initially i had made a short sort of as an experiment it was very low budget and i got together with friends and it really wasn't meant to go anywhere at all it was um it was trying something out. I started showing it around and, you know, we did a big screening in New York and um, with a very diverse audience. And it was, people came up to me and they said, Oh, it's so natural. And the characters were wearing togas and sneakers <laughs> discussing this. And then we, you know, I started <laughs> sharing it ar around the industry a bit and people were like, this is amazing. Like it's, it's sort of about Rome, but it's, it's really about now. So I think the fact that even though it was kind of about Rome, it was like really about our current society, it gave it this fun twist that um, really allowed us to launch it. And I think people are also, people want something different. You know, we see a lot of the yeah. same stuff and, and people are, um, you know, thirsty for something that's exciting and innovative. So yeah. I think that um, helped us too. Right. You're taking chances with this film. I guess one of the things I really, truly respect about the film and about yeah, your filmmaking uh, choices is that you were able to pull all of these different elements together and to be able to get a, a really remarkable cast in, involved as well. We had Corbin Blue, who plays the lead of Ovid. He is, uh, we will know him from High School Musical, John Savage, which we know from Deer Hunter and a whole slew of other amazing films in his career. Uh, Tara Summers, et cetera, et cetera. There's a list of people here that uh, are uh, you know, accomplished and established in their art. So not only were you able to realize what you wanted to do with this film, with Ovid and the Art of Love, but you're also be able, you were able to pull into the project some pretty serious actors as well. So because the show is called Film School Radio, I want people to appreciate just what a what an effort or what an accomplishment just right out of the gate to be able to 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 put this on the table and say this is what I did and this is how I did it. So I I just I my congratulations to you on being able to Thank realize you. it. Yeah. Is is am I am I too far afield here? Do you feel like um I mean, it, it just doesn't, it's just not the kind of movie you generally see in, in, in uh, being made. And, yeah. uh, and, and so that's why I, I want to, I want to celebrate it uh, on that, oh, on those grounds you. alone. And also, I also want to celebrate the fact that this is a very light on its feet kind of film there, while it deals with some serious issues uh, of, you know, establishment speaking truth to power, all of those 
those things that are in in his work and in, in the telling of the film. The film has a certain lightness to the presentation of it that makes it it's very Shakespearean in the presentation of it, if that makes any sense at all. But um, is that sound right, or is that yeah, you... absolutely? You know, it's you want to learn from it, but you also want to enjoy it. I believe in enjoying film, <laughs> yeah. um, so I want to make a movie that I want to watch. Um, right. So I think there's, you know, as you said, there's you're definitely more serious themes, but it's also there's a lot of humor in it and it's, it's meant to be enjoyable and, and meant to, you know, in certain ways reach a, a wide audience and, you know, get people who are sort of interested in the, the coming of age story, but also, you know, the more serious political themes, you know, and, and, you know, different groups coming into to it for different reasons will then learn about, you know, so the other, other aspects of the film. Yeah, and I, again, the Shakespearean reference is because a lot of Shakespeare's plays dealt with the Roman, the times of the Roman Empire. It it sort of translates when it when I'm seeing it on film into as it's it sounds and the feel of it is the characters, the different interactions, the the conflicts. It's very Shakespearean for me to watch it that way. So, uh, uh, well, yeah. l- let's let's talk a, a little bit about the actual story. Tell us about Ovid. Uh, yeah, so Ovid is uh, kind of an average guy. <laughs> Grew up um, outside uh, in a small town. And like a lot of people who come from smaller towns or suburbs, he um, at some point to get his education moves to a bigger city, although I guess some people go the other way. But um, he, he moves to the big city to uh, get an education and uh, strike out in the world. And uh, there he essentially through a series of mishaps, discovers poetry and gets very successful at it until he uh, accidentally angers the Emperor Augustus, um, I guess you could say somewhat accidentally and maybe somewhat uh, on purpose by uh, making fun of what essentially what the Emperor is trying to accomplish as he's consolidating power. And uh, that's where the the story takes off. Right. And also uh, the, the the premise, uh, and it's in the title, and the art of love. So there is a subtext in the in the film of uh, the politics of love and sex and women and how that all plays out in terms of his writing, his perspective, but also an assertion of a more of a power dynamic in those relationships by the women characters in the film. Am I am I on the right track? Yes, absolutely. I guess that was the thing that I left out when I began to <laughs> tell about the story is, yes, it's very much a coming-of-age story, and also there's a large romantic aspect um, in terms of sort of Ovid finding out what is love, and I think that changes through time, and through that he, you know, he has his first love who's very infatuated with, which is less of a deep love, and then he sort of, that uh, sort of what of love grows, you know, to friendship and 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 further. Um, so along the way, he meets a lot of strong women characters who are also um, sort of clamoring for a better place in Roman society, which was not particularly receptive to women, um, and struggling for um, to make, you know, Rome a more just uh, environment. We've got um, the two Julias, uh, <laughs> Julia the Elder and Julia the Younger, that um, 
very much figure in as well, as well as the Empress Livia um, and, and more, more characters beyond that. Um, so that's definitely a, another aspect and important um, plot hey. and themes of the movie. Yeah. Well, I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with the director and writer of the film Ovid and the Art of Love, and that would be Esme von Hoffman. And she is joining us to talk about this wonderful, funny, dramatic, and historically accurate portrayal. Like I'm maybe in the in the broad sense of the terms, sort of the on the the, emp- the Roman Empire is in decline. There's there's a lot of unrest. There's a lot of uh, political unrest. There's a lot of uh, the resources available to the society seem to be in decline, and and it is in that context, sort of a comment on America and where we are. In my in my humble opinion, of a post sort of a post industrial society trying to deal with a lot of things, and as often happens in in societies that are in decline, a reevaluation of a lot of different things that are happening on a more personal level on our on our place in society and in this case where are women where are where do women and where do the relationships and uh, sort of access to power fit into all of these things so uh there is a lot in the telling of this story to be considered but as i said earlier it, it's a film that is as you said as well a lot of fun to watch gonna say yeah absolutely it's it works it works on different levels um and uh yeah and to and to circle back what you were saying before about the sort of shakespearean element of it um and the the casting i was gonna say um yeah yeah, i think that was something that actually uh, attracted the um helped attract the uh, the fantastic cast that we had to it um was the sort of theatrical element and the the very you know juicy roles and there's a lot of um you know, characters that have very like multi-dimensional and are, are grappling um, with, you know, exactly what you said, you know, big issues, both personally and politically yeah. um, in the outside world. Well, I want to let people know how they can see the film. The, the, the um, web address for it is ovidandtheartoflove.com. They can go there. Tell us how people can see yeah, so um, the film is being released, unfortunately, no theatrical in this day and age. We are delighted to have a, a wide release through Level 33 Entertainment. So it'll be on uh, most major streaming and uh, VOD platforms on May 19th. So that's, you know, Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, etc. And then also most, I believe, major cable uh, platforms like you know, Comcast, Xfinity, Sling, Dish, etc. And yeah, and then it will be coming to DVD finally in July 14th. Uh, but, you know, very easy, very easy to find it online. Yeah, that's great. I know uh, we all miss being able to go to a theater to watch films. It's true. It's I mean, I, yeah. I think there's no better experience than to be in a room full of people experiencing something for the first time. And uh and I miss that, but nonetheless, we do have these different platforms available. I urge you to check this out, and um, I, I had a lot of fun with it. And I, I, I just appreciate the sort of the not only the ambition but the execution of the film. And uh, I think this is a project where uh, you need 
actors to be uh, committed to what they're what you're trying to accomplish and I felt like that was the case here and so there's a lot of elements in the film that are very attractive so thank you so much oh yeah yeah congratulations uh and one last thing I I know that you have in your in your relatively new career in filmmaking I mean you're, you're this is your first feature length film if I'm not mistaken yes yes it is you're also you are a part of a, a sort of a women's alliance of filmmakers and if there's something you want to talk about in that regard in terms of developing uh the this voice I'd love to talk to you about that as well I love to be in groups that are supportive of other women filmmakers because um, there's not as many of us out there as you would hope and also there's you know the uh, cinematographers and producers um but i think being aware of that has uh you know being aware of often lack of female characters and also people you know behind the camera as well as you know made me think a lot about how we were going to deal with women in this um time and and in rome you know you know famous empress and um other characters that are historically accurate but um you know because we were because it is an updating a sort of a modernization (laughs) of this Roman world. We were able to, I I was able to flip a lot of the characters, female judges and, um, you know, all sorts of female lawyers, all sorts of things that maybe in Rome would not have been women, but because we're modernizing it, that's part of the the fun world we get to play with, that we get to make it look more like our, um, you know, modern, world that we live in where where women have all these these leadership roles so that was that was a fun um side benefit of contemporizing yeah. the film yeah uh, congratulations on the film uh, you i mentioned you were the writer and director you also did some editing on the film which is something you've done in the past you yeah. you worked on alex ross perry's uh listen up philip by the way in case people have switched a wonderful film terrific film and uh, I look forward to you coming back with uh, more f- projects. It's um, it's good to hear your voice, uh, not only on the phone here, but also in in this film as well. So um, my congratulations again to you for the for your work. Oh, thank you so much for having me on, and I, have, I appreciate your watching and thinking about the film. Um, oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Esme von Hoffman, uh, director of Ovid and the Art of Love. Thank you for being here on Film School Radio. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.